I just had a fabulous listener email me and she said, Sarah, does Nutrafol work for men too? You better believe it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement for men and women with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Hello, me included. Nutrafol changed my life post-baby and postpartum hair. Amazing. Also, a lot of women going through menopause say that Nutrafol works for them as well. And like I mentioned, it works for the fellas. Take the first step right now to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering my TSFS listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hair care stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TSFS. Woohoo! Every day I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby. And Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews, and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Is that all the, oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Right to it, guys. Part one of the one-on-one for Sister Wives, season 18, aired last night. And I'm going to give you the four most shocking moments going from four to one. But first, I need to apologize to all of you. Um, We may need a new host. I know. I'm a shady beach. I'm a shady beach. But uh, I mean, even okay. First of all, here's my initial like collective thoughts, and then we'll get into actually what was the most shocking and relevant moments of the one-on-one. Um, number one, how many Rolex watches does Cody own? Okay, does the Codemeister own? Last nine, gorgeous. Look like a beautiful Rolex watch, blue um, band, unbelievable. I believe throughout the season, especially the first time we saw that Cody and Robin wore matching horse rings. Maybe it was like episode nine. Um, he also had on a gorgeous Rolex watch, silver and gold. This man. Mm, okay. I don't know if it's the cameos, the 18th season, 
the gun shows, whatever it is, this man is doing okay. <laughs> so uh, there was that. The other thing was at first I thought to myself, do they not have a hair and makeup crew? You know, we see the opening scene of the one-on-one is all of them arriving to the one-on-one, okay? But they're like blow-drying their hair. Robin is doing her mascara. At first I was like, oh, snap. Like they're not even getting glam. This is such a departure from the housewives. But they did get there and they were they did get glammed up to some degree. It's not that type of franchise. The TLC shows are much more of the production companies are a fly on the wall to people's lives. They don't like makeup, you know, it's not like hair, makeup. I mean, if if the participants of like 90 Day Fiance or Thousand Pound Sisters want to get plastic surgery or lose weight, that's like on them. But that's not really the MO here, you know, for TLC. So We see all the women and even like, why didn't Cody and Robin ride to the one-on-one together? We see him in his new Lexus sports car, the two-door drop top. He's rolling in, talking about what he's thinking about, if he's nervous, which he says he doesn't get nervous until he gets there to the studio. Anyway, those were some of my initial thoughts, but they did have glam. Suki was the returning host. And it's not that Suki is a bad host necessarily. It's just that there's no, there's not even a like, what I enjoy about the housewives is when they come to the reunions, there's a bit of a dropping of the fourth wall, meaning the fourth wall is representing the camera's production, like behind the scenes. There's a bit of like, how was your year? You know, what's been going on? If there's something in the headlines, like Christine being married, you know, we know this one-on-one was taped before Christine even got married because she refers to him as her fiance in the one-on-one. Not only that, but Janelle's lost a tremendous amount of weight since this one-on-one was filmed. So they wrapped filming maybe a year ago. Maybe this was filmed like a year ago, eight months ago. You know, a general frustration. So frustration. So I wish there was some connection back to real time, which, you know, is not Suki's fault. But this the questions are softball. They they are, again, I've said this before because I've been a host and I've done um been on, you know, I contribute for Lifetime's Married at First Sight, some of their shows. They're um they're like um, after party show. I've been a guest and um, they have their kickoff show. So lots of times there's things that like you can't ask by production or even the talent. So I can never like blame Suki, but there is sort of, there does seem to be a lack of like connection maybe between Suki and the, you know, the sister wives. Like, I don't know if she doesn't speak to them much throughout the year. There just doesn't seem to be like a bond there to ask like a deeper kind of off the beaten path question that we all want to know. Okay. For example, Robin, it never looks like you are really shedding a tear. So Sobin, are you Sobin or are you not Sobin? Okay. Why? You know, do you, what do you say to the fact that America calls you Sobin Robin? Okay. Uh, Cody, you know, I mean, like, let's talk about all the things. Let's make you accountable. Let's go through a list. Let's roll the tape of all the times you did not participate when the women needed help with the kids at their homes, whatever. The other thing I feel about these tell all these one-on-ones is they, I, I really, I don't know what the excuse is at this point to not have them in the room. I don't know. I know they all can't stand each other. 
in real time. I talked about the big interview um, that Janelle and Christine did with Entertainment Tonight last week. I did a whole breakdown and debrief why some people saw red flags in that. If you want to hear that, just go back. It aired last Wednesday. Uh, let me get you the exact date, right before the 22nd, November 22nd, right before um, the Thanksgiving holiday. So I broke that down. Some people had red flags in that because it was done in real time. And it talks about more about David and, and Cody's relationship and, and Christine and how Dave, how Christine and David met yada, yada, yada. Anyway, if you want to hear that, go back and hear it, but you know, it just, it, it, it got, we don't get any back questions. We don't get the questions that we really want to know about. All right. Um, Christine, I want to, I want someone to ask Christine point blank. Are you, do you think if you were removed from Janelle's life, Janelle would still be with Cody? Because there's a part of me that believes that I, Christine, and I thought that was one of the surprising moments on the one-on-one last night was Christine is happy to see him jealous, Cody jealous. I think Christine still has a little bit of a thing for Cody. I do. Sorry. But I think there is a part of Christine that loves having Janelle. Uh, Janelle is like a bit of a pawn. They have like 18 kids. I think that's regardless. <laughs> it's like Christine is the pawn. She's a, she's a chess piece. You know, but ask Christine point blank. Do, do you think if you backed off that Janelle would have a relationship with Cody? Because she sure seems like she wants to. She really still has her hooks in there. Mary, are you a lesbian? I need to know. <laughs> you know, I rolls up to that one-on-one. She gets in her big four by four. I mean, Queen is giving me lady pond energy too you know would you be down with getting down with a gal it's 2023 honey we ain't holding anything back <clears throat> so i do want to see those questions i agree with everyone and i do agree there's no reason that these guys cannot all be in the same room i know they're all not speaking janelle and uh christine do not speak to mary robin cody they have nothing to do with them they don't want anything to do with them but you are contractually a part of this show wouldn't it be helpful to have them all in the room, at least for one scene? Wouldn't that be explosive? Isn't that what we want to see? Y'all have been married for 30 years. You can't do it for two hours. We're getting multiple parts of the one-on-one. Last night was part one. We're going to have a part two and part three. This is going to take us almost to Christmas, and then we will close out season 18. If you are concerned that you're not going to get a season 19 of Sister Wives, oh, do not worry, my friends. It's already filmed it's being filmed we're getting a 19 we're getting a 20 we're getting a 21 and are we getting a janelle christine spinoff they say they'd love it but so far nothing has been confirmed so we will we will see um you know robin's contradictions go on and on last night robin uh was asked by suki if she would get together with all the women she said yes she would feel safe getting together with them then people were like well wait a minute suki why didn't you roll the footage from when Mary wanted to have a Christmas get together with everybody. Robin said she wouldn't feel safe or the text message with all the kids that felt and broke apart because Robin felt they were picking on her or, or they weren't, you know, including Robin. Like, let's get to more of that. Uh, one of the big internet questions people had is, do we feel that Cody and Robin rehearsed for this one-on-one? I think they rehearsed for the whole thing to some degree. I mean, Cody is like a Shakespearean, like a Shakespearean actor to me. I mean, like not like in a great Shakespearean play, but you know, like in one. 
uh, I think some of it is rehearsed. I think they definitely kind of know ahead of time. Um, a lot of people are saying, you know, Cody revealing that he never loved Mary Janelle or Christine after meeting Robin. People are saying, of course, he would say that because he's going to protect his own ego. That being an egomaniac like he is, he would never just admit to his own faults in the marriage, marriages, and that things could have carried on. So anyhow, um, I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I've I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. (laughs) They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah, that was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline that's so that was like my overall collective thoughts of the one-on-one last night the one-on-one did not feature david yet it didn't get into mary's sort of threat that she will not be quiet anymore so nobody knows what's that's fully alluding to but we'll get there um it really addressed the demise of his marriages his true love for robin and um really kind of i think almost like where janelle stands with him and is there a possibility of reconciling? So here are the four most, my most shocking moments of last night, part one of the one-on-one. Number four, Cody wanted Janelle to come back early from a vacation to basically go to CBS and get him medication for his COVID. <laughs> so Janelle and Christine were on a vacation together. The Codemeister in the past year and a half 
contracts COVID, was very ill, calls Janelle, wants Janelle to come back to basically gather him some items and drop him off at the house. That's according, that was Christine's story. Uh, Cody's story is he wanted her to come back. She wouldn't. He felt betrayed. He was hurt. She has no empathy for him. Janelle's side of the story was he said, you know, he called her. He was very ill. She was concerned. She contemplated for quite a while about coming back. But then he said, sweetie, don't come back. You can't come see me. There's nothing you can do. Essentially stay on the vacation. Now, if this ain't proof of telephone, you know, the telephone game where you tell one person in the circle and by the time it gets to the end, it's a whole thing of misinformation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, can anyone decipher what in the what is going on there? All I can decipher is I think there was part of Cody who did want Janelle to come back and run to CBS for him. But I found that moment shocking for two reasons. One, I think Cody would definitely ask her to do that. Two, uh, you know, Christine's the one that said she stepped in and said to Janelle, are you bananas? You can't even see him. He has COVID. Why would you go back, stay here on your vacation and enjoy yourself? I do believe that two things can be true about Christine. I think Christine is far and away the most happy individual from the sister wives group. I think she's the most well-adapted, well-adjusted with her children, with the whole situation. I think she's above and beyond it in so many ways. But I do think like all of us, there's a part of her that enjoys getting back at Cody. I think that still has a little resentment and anger towards Cody that he wasn't in love with her the way that he was in love with Robin, which she said last night. Um, And, you know, I think she enjoys making Cody jealous with her relationship with Janelle. And I do think that Janelle may in fact still be with Cody if Christine wasn't in the mix. Number three, Christine's revelation of the moment that she knew that Cody was absolutely madly in love with Robin and the sweet revenge she now feels by essentially making Cody jealous of her relationship with Janelle. A lot to unpack in number three. So one of the interesting moments, now I know Christine has said this before on camera on the Sister Wives seasons, so it wasn't so shocking. It wasn't like, the biggest revelation of last night. But Christine did say she knew the moment that Cody was madly in love with Robin was when they were first early dating and he was staying with Christine and he was getting ready to go see Robin. I mean, really, when you like think about these things, aren't they so fucked up? Like it's, (laughs) yeah, you know, the human human condition, like human nature, we are jealous. Like monogamy never works. And I'll tell you, I've interviewed open marriage people over the years on this relationship, on this podcast, and it never fucking works. They all fool themselves. And like, or they, it works for a while. Then you reach out to them three years later and you're like, Hey, what's going on? Oh, we broke up or, Oh, we're monogamous. Humans are meant to be monogamous. Sorry. So anyway, um, Christine says, Cody was at the foot of her bed. He was fussing over what to wear and he was like so nervous. And she said, wow, you're really um, like, you're really kind of looking forward to this date or whatever. And he was like, yeah. And she's like, you're in love with her, aren't you? And he's like, yeah, I am. And that was the moment for Christine that it was like all over. She knew that he was madly in love with Robin. It changed everything. I think that was like 15 years ago. I'm not sure why it took her so long to stay, but that's all of us, right? We all look back in hindsight and go, oh, we should have left that relationship years ago. But I also think that 
combined with that moment, Suki kind of tells, asks her like, you know, so you're saying Cody is jealous of your relationship with Janelle. And she says, yeah, isn't it like great that he's getting a taste of his own medicine? These aren't direct quotes. Okay. You know, like it was like last night I went to bed. I forgot like exact quotes. Okay. Gives you an idea. So she, she's like, yeah, I enjoy the fact, like, isn't it great that he gets a taste of his own medicine? Now he knows what it's like. We, for years, were jealous, upset, betrayed, felt hurt because of how much he loved Robin and all the grace that Robin was given and we weren't. And now he gets to experience it with Janelle. She loves it. Christine loves to just twist the needle, twist the knife just a little bit. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. That's the whole scenario. Number two, most shocking moment of the one-on-one part one last night was Cody saying that Janelle uses him like a piece of meat. <laughs> we must never get rid of this man. Never. He's such great television. Literally, as the one-on-one was winding down, he goes, you know what? I want to clarify something, Suki, about this season that was really not fully flushed out. And she goes, okay, what, what is it? And he goes, Janelle used me like a piece of me. I feel used. I am, you know, it is true about my pecs, my six pack ad. There was sexual attraction there. And she really, she just wanted the goods. <laughs> Suki's like, like, that's the problem with Suki. She doesn't have any real, under, like, real reaction. It's like, girl, what? Like, you're sitting across from this man. Now, he did look better last night, I thought, with the tan. Like, he didn't, look, I thought he kind of looked attractive last night. So, but I mean, it, like he really believes that Janelle all these years has used him as just, you know, a sex toy. <laughs> Dude, come on. You don't have multiple kids with someone just like, well, actually you do. But I, I don't think Janelle, Janelle doesn't give me the vibe of using him as a piece of meat. That was like comedic just, it was just such a comedic moment. And the number one most shocking moment of the one-on-one last night, which I, I thought was, again, two things can be true. I thought was deeply telling of how in love they are, but also very sad for the other women, is Cody confessing that he weeped for months on and off after meeting Robin. He was so in love. And also his big revelation last night that he was never in love with any of the women. Ever that he married them, he you know his his version. He tried to make it work. Some of their love, like with Janelle, grew over time. Um, but he basically looped, you know, Janelle in there with um, it. Not you know him never being in love. Now here's the thing: like people went bananas with that, like how like how fucking insulting for all his kids watching. How insulting to the women. This is about his ego. He would never admit that just, you know, he uh, like, although I guess to me, he really did admit, right? I mean, he didn't, his, his fault is not owning the fact that like a year or two after meeting Robin and knowing how in love he was, that he didn't just tell the other women, like he didn't just let the other women go, right? It was like a decade plus later. But I mean, to Christine's point, and Christine has said this in the recent interview that I, I talked about last week, Christine has said, I actually, I understand him now much better because I feel like with David, I never want to be away from David. I want to be with my husband all the time. And that's what love, when you find out you're madly in love with someone, you want to be with them all the time. So Christine had a better understanding of it. And to Cody's argument, I think Cody 
you know, if you didn't, if you've never been in love with someone and then you are in love with somebody all of a sudden, you then realize like you, that you get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure for him until like BR before Robin, he probably thought he was in love to some degree with these women. But then after Robin AR, he was like, oh, hell no. Robin, it's like a whole nother level. You know, I think that's what he was trying to say. And that is something that I feel like I can appreciate the weeping for joy. I mean, I, I guess I can see him sobbing together. So I can also see that. Um, but him saying that he was never in love with the women, is that honest or is it cruel? I kind of think there's a level of honesty with that. I agree. The frustrating part about Cody, which also makes him very funny and interesting to watch on TV, is he does never admit fault. The only time I have really heard him be vulnerable and admit fault, which again, I think is, we we go back to like, do we need a new host or is the hosting bad? I do think that is like a place where press him on, dude, what is your fault? Like what, tell us, take accountability. What is, what is your accountability in this the mormon interview he did with the mormon podcast which is on youtube you just google google cody brown mormon because i don't remember the title of the mormon youtube show he actually talks about his now he doesn't believe in polygamy how awful the show was to his marriage all these things but um you know i didn't find that as like people people thought that moment where he admitted that he wasn't ever in love with them i didn't find it all that shocking because these women have known that for a long time like that isn't news to them. The weeping over Robin, that might be news. But like Christine said, she knew that second. Um, Definitely we got to push Sobin more. Don't you want to know? Like I really would love to get, and maybe you just can't. Maybe Robin is not open at all. But you know, you'd love to crack that nut, you know? Because she really does come off as trying to loop herself in with Mary and Janelle and Christine. She on camera, she really tries to say, Cody treats me exactly like he treats them. I, you know, I didn't know he was weeping. You know, I didn't know he was that in love with me. He was like, she totally plays surprised. So is she at all? Like, is she telling the truth or is she playing the victim? Most of you guys think she plays the victim. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I always think life is very nuanced. You know, people act certain ways at different times. They have different revelations about one another. Maybe Cody loves a victim. Maybe that's like how Robin feels fulfilled. I don't know. You know, Robin came from an abusive relationship with her first husband. Was playing the victim like her safety in that? I mean, there's like lots of to unpack, which to your point, to all of y'all's point, like that's what you want to get to in a, that's where Andy Cohen, Andy Cohen was uh, hosting this. He would have ate. I mean, he would have, that's what's so amazing about Andy. And, you know, it's time for like more if because lots of times in these shows, if you notice with Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live or The Reunion, the tough questions, they always go, oh, you know, Sarah from Los Angeles wants to know, uh, Robin, 
are you really sobbing? Like, you know, they, they, I'm sure some of the questions are real. Some of them are made by production and they just go, oh, Luann from Palm Springs was, you know, like, so then it doesn't make the host look like an asshole. It makes Luann from imaginary land, like look like an asshole. They got to start interacting with those questions. Like we got to get it and we got to get them back in the room together. Which they do end up filming in season 19, spoiler alert, because uh, there is um, Gwen's wedding that they all go to. So they are all in the room interacting. But anyhow, so that's part one of the one-on-one. Next week is part two. I believe we do get a part three. So we are going to get more Sister Wives over the next couple of weeks. Tons of engagement online um, on my TikTok at The Sarah Fraser Show on my Instagram. My Instagram is popping off as well as a discussion place. And we have a Reddit. You want to start a topic on my Reddit. If you want to find out more of podcasts that I've done around sister wives and other topics, reddit.com slash r slash the Sarah Fraser show everywhere you can find it. And lastly, today, I also have an exclusive interview. If you watch TLC's The Family Chantel, Chantel Everett. Ah, she's one of my dream interviews, dream interviews. Uh, she and anybody from Sister Wives is on the show today. And Chantel reveals, did she go on a date with Drake? What about Waka Flocka Flame? Are she and Waka Flocka, the rapper, seeing each other? And basically what she thinks about all the famous men that have slid in her DMs. She gets into that. Are they going to stay on television? And she says she has hardcore proof that Pedro cheated on her, which she reveals on the show today. So you do not want to miss that podcast episode that is up right now. All right. Bye, everybody. Yes.